What's going on guys? It's your boy Scrub here back again with another video. Hope you guys are having a great day. I know I am. And uh, as I said, we're back with part five of this. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Sauerkraut Kids Saga. You guys have been absolutely loving this series, so if you're still enjoying it, be sure to press the like button and let's go. Alright, so last time I saw Sauerkraut Kid was like at the skate park when I was 12, 13 years old, and we didn't really have any other incidents for a bit. In fact, I had kind of gone on, got into high school, got through my freshman year, became a sophomore, was doing my thing, living my life, before I even ever saw the kid again. So, I was a sophomore, and I had a class with, like, a bunch of seniors, and one of them I became friends with, and he was throwing a party, and he invited me. And, like, in retrospect, it didn't really matter that he invited me, but at the time, I was hyped, bro. A senior invited me to his party. I was stoked. I was ready to rock and roll, go to a real party. And, like, in retrospect, it really didn't matter, but at the time, I thought it was a pretty big deal. I was hyped, and I had never really been to, like, a real party before, you know, if you're picking up what I'm putting down. So I was excited, and when I get there, my excitement immediately got swallowed whole, almost like a black hole, just sucked up and destroyed. Because, you know, 15-year-old me didn't really know a whole lot of people at this party. In fact, the only two people I knew were the two people that I recognized from the class that I have. And one of them, the guy who invited me, was the host, so, like, he's mad busy, and I didn't know anyone. And now I would just go around a party and make friends. Like, it's not that weird. But at the time, I was super shy and, like, did not want to go make a fool out of myself. So I'm kind of standing in the corner like an awkward loser. I'm gonna roast myself, man. I was being straight-up weird. I'm, like, sipping on a soda pop, standing in the corner, looking at the corner... I, okay, I wasn't looking at the corner. I won't do myself that dirty. But, you know, I wasn't going out of my way to initiate conversation with anyone either. And I decide that, like, I'm gonna go out of this first room that I had walked into into a different one. And off of this first room was this huge open room, the living room. And it looked like that had kind of become the de facto dance floor. And then off that was these stairs that you would walk up that kind of overlooked this, like, living room where everybody was dancing. So I decided to just go upstairs and see what was going on because it looked like there was a loft area where a bunch of people were. So I start going up the stairs, and as I am, I start looking at this dance floor that's right next to the stairs. Like, that's why it was there, so you would look at it. And I'm gonna be honest, I may have been young, but I know cringe when I see cringe, and that dance floor was something foul to have to look at. It should have been a punishment. Like, I feel like a judge could punish somebody to have to watch that dance floor, and it would work as a punishment. That thing was wider than Mayo, bro. I'm not sure what song they were listening to, but they were just not moving to the beat whatsoever. It, it was mad embarrassing, so I go upstairs... And I'm just cringing as I'm walking up the stairs, and I get up there, and it opens up to my left to this, like, big loft room. And there's a bunch of people in this, like, lofty room, and, uh, 
it's really crowded. You know that shoulder-to-shoulder looking crowd where it just looks like it wouldn't even be comfortable to walk in there? That's what I see. So I decide to go to my right into this other room instead of going into the room that's so crowded it doesn't even look like people can breathe very well. You try to take a deep breath, someone pushes your ribs back in like, Hey bro, stop, you're digging into my sides. So I start walking away, and as I'm walking away, I hear my name. And I have a pretty common name. It's not like a name that necessarily I assume people are always talking to me when I hear it. So I keep walking, but then I hear it again louder, and I turn around, and I see like a dude coming out of this crowd. And I can't really make out who it is. It's a really big crowd. There's a few people coming out. I don't know who said my name or like who's just leaving. And finally, out from the crowd, steps Sauerkraut Kid. Almost like a video game cutscene where the boss steps forward, man. I I really could not believe that he had managed to find his way back into my life. Last time we saw each other, he was like my age, 15, and I was 12, 13. So now he's either 17 or like an adult. He's way older than me, and I assumed he said my name to be like, Hey, good to see you, man. I don't know, I just... Thought it would be really weird if this grown man had carried over all this beef. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like if I have any beef with you that's over two years old, it just doesn't really exist anymore. Like, I I don't know, I just don't care that much. Unless you did something really annoying, I'm just not the type to hold a grudge. And especially if we're talking about stuff that happened when you're like, I don't know, 12. I'm gonna hold it against you when you're 24. That's a little bit absurd. Not that I was 24, but I just assumed by the time this guy was 18, he'd be over some drama he had at 14, 15 years old. But I guess not, because Sauerkraut Kid starts going off on me saying that I'm not allowed to be here. And I'm confused, because I don't think it's his house, and I also don't think he's the person who invited me. So I kind of tell him that, like, well, I was invited by the host, so I don't really care if you want me to be here, I'm gonna be here. And on top of it, there's all these people here, and he comes up and starts pressing me, and it's not like anyone's backing him up. If a bunch of people would have said, you gotta go, I probably would have left. But just sauerkraut kid coming up to me out of a crowd and saying, I have to leave with no one following him, it's like, I'm not gonna listen to you, man. If I know anyone's the type to just have a bunch of stupid drama, it's you. But he says that he doesn't know how we feel about that, and he says we in a way that implies there's a group. And as I said, he's alone. So as soon as he says that, I'm like, dude, I don't know who this we you keep talking about is, but you're standing by yourself. And he looks around and genuinely looks surprised that nobody came to back him up. I don't know if in that other room he was with a group of people who were like, yeah, let's go confront that kid right now. But once he realizes he's alone, he turns back and gives me a dirty look and says, like, dead seriously that I'm going to regret it if I don't leave. And he lifts his hands up. And if somebody says you're going to regret it if you don't do what I just said and starts lifting up their hands, I don't know if this is, like, paranoid of me, but I just assume that means that you want to fight me. I really don't think that makes me crazy. I think that would be obvious. But when he says, I've got to leave or I'm going to regret it and starts lifting his hands, I assume he wants to fight. So I start lifting my hands up to like fight him back. And he looks at me confused and says, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, if you're going to fight me, I'm not going to let you punch me in the face. And he says, no, I don't want to fight you. We've got to settle this like men. We have to dance battle. What? What are you talking about, man? You said that I have to leave the party or I'm going to regret it and you're referencing a dance battle? 
You want a dance battle, man? What is this, Dance Dance Revolution? What is this, high school musical? Like, who's sitting there having a bunch of beef with somebody, confronting them at a party, and then as they're confronting them says, well, there's only one way to settle this, and then like a sick bass line starts going in the background? And I am just kind of flabbergasted, because I'm not Zac Efron. This is not high school musical. I'm not going to get into a dance battle, and neither are you. You're not Zac Efron either, so I think we're both just going to embarrass ourselves here. But he's completely serious. Like, I thought he was trolling or maybe was just going to try to, I, I don't know, con me into getting into a dance battle so I would embarrass myself. I'm probably giving him a little bit too much credit for thinking that through too much, but... I just assume no one would be dumb enough to actually challenge someone to a dance battle. Unless you're a really good dancer, which neither of us was. I have absolutely zero faith that either one of us would have done anything but embarrassed ourselves. And that's exactly what did end up happening. So I just laugh at him and go to walk past him and go home. I chalk this up to like this entire night being a bust. I saw my friend. I said hi. It was cool. I wish it would have been a bit cooler. But I'm Audi. I'm not going to stick around and have this guy following me around, begging me to dance battle, whatever. And as I go to walk past him to leave the room, he does what I can only describe as like a robotic electric slide over to me and blocks where I'm going to walk and starts doing like these robot dance moves. But not a good robot. I would have given Sauerkraut Kid credit if he was insanely annoying but a good dancer. That's not what was happening. This robot kind of looked like somebody programmed it, but they were eating a Hot Pocket and grease kept dropping onto their keyboard and short-circuiting it because it just kept, like, moving really weird. It was really bizarre. And I say, hey, man, can you move? And he says... You think you can leave after I challenge you to a dance battle? Don't you know what happens if you back down from a dance battle? You can't do that. No, I'm not too familiar on what happens if I back down from a dance battle. I didn't realize there was a set of rules I had to agree to. I also love how he said I can't do that. Like, you can't back down from a dance battle. Was that written down somewhere? Did I miss some weird ancient totem in Egypt that said, like, you cannot leave a dance battle, otherwise you'll be cursed by a demon? But he's looking at me completely serious, and I'm still trying to figure out if this is just some, like, long play troll, if he's gonna try to just make me embarrass myself somehow. But the more he goes on about how, like, we have to dance battle and I can't back down, the more sure I become that he's just 100% serious. He must have spent the last weekend watching those old, like, dance battle movies. What is it? Step Up, you know? Or, like, what's that other one with Channing Tatum where they're doing all the dancing? I don't know if that's the same movie. Oh, yeah? You, you think you own this neighborhood? Well, we'll have a dance battle. And then Channing Tatum just starts, like, spinning on his head, and you're like, what, what was going on in the early 2000s? Some of the weirdest movies were made in the early 2000s. You had movies about dance battles. But let's talk about Spy Kids, where the bad guys in Spy Kids were just bad thumbs. How much acid was the guy who made the script to Sky, or Spy Kids on, not Sky Kids? Oh, they're kids who can fly, not Sky Kids, Spy Kids. Think about how bizarre that first movie is. Like, what was he on to think of that entire concept? Anyways, he keeps trying to challenge me to a dance battle, so I do what anyone would do in that situation, and I... 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I laugh at him and, like, move past him and start going down the stairs. And I was expecting to be left alone while I'm walking down the stairs. It's not a place to mess around. So many injuries happen on the stairs, man. But he's going behind me, like, dancing. And at first, nobody's looking. But by the time we're going to the bottom of the stairs, people are noticing and looking But not in a good way. You know when people are staring more because they're trying to make sure that you're okay, that like everything's all right. They're looking more with concern. That's the look they're giving him because his dancing did look like he might have been having a medical emergency. If you didn't know any better, you thought he might have had like some food poisoning going on that had started to deteriorate his central nervous system. It looked like he might have been having like a a little bit of a seizure maybe. I'm not sure. But whatever it was, it did not look like dancing. And so he's doing this behind me and everyone's staring. And I'm turning bright red because as everyone's staring at him dancing, he's close to me. So everyone's staring at me and I'm like, I'm not this guy's friend. I don't want people to get the wrong idea and think I'm escorting him to the dance floor to really tear it up. I'm just trying to go home. So we get to the bottom of the stairs and I turn left to go to the front door and go home and he goes to dance. And so I turn just to see what he does on the dance floor, because I'm not going to lie, curiosity did kill the cat. I wanted to see what would happen. I was dramatically curious. If it was anything like what he had already been doing, I knew it was going to be embarrassing. And he gets out there and starts dancing. I'm doing air quotes that you can't see because I don't even know if you can describe it as that. Legally, if I described it as dancing, I might be open to like a a, a false claims lawsuit. I don't know what that would be called, just misleading the public or whatever. Because it looked more like somebody being electrocuted. It looked like he accidentally stuck a fork in a socket and just started doing the boop, boop, beep, beep, boop, boop, beep, beep. Like it, it looked rough. And everybody's watching, and they're not laughing or clapping or booing. They're they're really just confused. And I think he took their confusion as if, like, they were mystified, you know? Wow, they're literally speechless. They don't even know what to think because I'm tearing up the dance floor so good. Sauerkraut Kid was not huge on self-awareness. I think that's why he smelled like sauerkraut. If you had some self-awareness, you would realize people think you smell bad. That was not there. So he's dancing, and everyone at the party is just kind of staring as he's doing it because it's really weird. It's not very good. And he looks at me, and I'm kind of staring now because I can't look away. It's a little bit like a car crash, like a train wreck. You can't help but just look at it and be like, wow, this is so horrible, but I can't stop watching. And you know that dance move people do where they do the lasso and they throw it at people to like pull them onto the dance floor? 
He starts trying to do that to me, but angrily. Like, very clearly pissed off while he's trying to do it. And I'm not playing along with it. Like, I'm just not gonna do that. But everyone turns and starts looking at me. And now people start to laugh because they think that we're doing, like, a comedy bit. I don't know if they thought we were both in on the joke or something, but that's how bad it was that people thought it was a joke. So I turn to leave, but my friend comes around the corner and says, Bro, do you know this guy? And I'm like, not really. And he says, well, it'd be really funny if you would just, like, dance battle him to see how much more he'd embarrass himself. And I would love to say that at this point I said, I'm not susceptible to peer pressure, sir. But I didn't. I didn't. I said, okay, but you have to understand that I'm kidding. And he said, all right. And I go out there, and I just am kind of standing there. I'm not going to dance. I don't know how to dance. I, I think if I tried to dance, I would have embarrassed myself even more. And I don't go out there with the rope lasso thing. He drops that before I go out there. I was not going to go out there while he's doing that. I just refuse. Anyways, him and I are out there, and there's like a crowd around us, and he starts giving me this cringe speech about how he's going to destroy me with his moves, and my ego is going to be left permanently bruised. He was doing a whole lot of dancing, but as soon as I stand there, he wants to do, like, the monologue. It's not the first time he's monologued me, either. That must just be his thing. He thinks he's in, like, a Shakespearean play, an anime of some sort. I will destroy you with my moves. Okay, dude, either destroy me or don't. Like, I, I don't know. I'm just tired of hearing you saying you're going to destroy me with the dance moves. Either do the dancing or don't. Whatever, I'm kind of like, okay, then let's see it. And he takes a step back, tells everyone to move. So everyone takes a few steps back, I take a few steps back, and he goes to do like a head spin break dancing move, which if he would have landed, would have been sick. I don't know how people do that. They really make themselves a human Beyblade and just start spinning. I don't know, man, it's sick. But he fails. He goes up on his head and gets his feet above his head, but he doesn't actually spin. And if you've ever done that, then you just kind of fall. Like, there's no way to really keep yourself balanced. But we're in a circle full of people. So he falls, and he's just falling out of control. And as he's falling, his right foot just smacks into this girl's face. And it doesn't just lightly smack into her face. Like, it smacks her in the face. She had glasses on. They go falling off her face. It looked like they were broken. She has a drink. It spills everywhere, and he falls down and pops back up onto his feet and looks around, and everyone's crowded around this girl like, are you okay? She just got kicked in the face by someone that smells like sauerkraut. It's never a position you want to be in in life. Hopefully, at no point in your autobiography do you say that this has happened to you. And people start being like, dude, what's wrong with you? Why would you kick her? Like, why would you do that? And he starts saying, well, it was an accident. It was an accident. And nobody really cares at that point because she's still on the ground, like, holding her face. He kicked her really hard, and everyone's pretty pissed because this guy just kicked her in the face. And he keeps trying to be like, whatever, it's not a big deal. It was an accident. And even if it was an accident, the least you could do is act mortified and go apologize because you're still in the wrong. You still should feel crappy even if it was an accident. You just kick someone in the face. But he keeps trying to act like it's not a big deal. And I'm standing there just mortified by this all. And then people start being like, dude, what's wrong with you? Why would you think that's funny? And I'm like, I don't think it's funny. And they start saying, well, then why were you dancing with them? I'm like, I'm not, bro. Somebody told me it would be funny if I came out here and stood here. So that's what I did. I wasn't dancing with them. 
And he starts trying to say that, like, I'll back him up, I'll back him up, and everybody on the dance floor is mad. And pretty quickly, they start getting confused and think that I'm with Sauerkraut Kid, that this is somehow a team effort. As if I would ever co-sign people kicking people in the face, I'm going to say it right now for everyone on YouTube to know. Don't kick people in the face, especially in a dance battle. It's uncalled for. If you're in a karate tournament, you gotta do what you gotta do, I guess, go for it. But you shouldn't just kick people in the face, and like, don't try to bring me down with you, bro. But everybody's all mad, and they start saying that we should go, we should go, and he says, yeah, let's go. And he leaves, and I'm standing there, and then everyone turns on me and starts saying, you gotta go with your friend, man. And I try to clear it up and be like, yo, I'm not his friend, like, I'm not his friend, and it doesn't really work, so I have to leave. And I walk outside, and I'm pretty pissed. Because I was going to leave anyways, but I didn't plan on being kicked out and being made to feel awkward like everyone's staring at me while I left. I just planned on walking out. But now, of course, Sauerkraut Kid made it some ginormous event. Felt like I'm in a Roman Colosseum, bread and circuses out here. But I see Sauerkraut Kid and he's like, oh, did you get kicked out too? And I'm like, I didn't want to get kicked out, but you said I was with you. And he laughs and says, fair enough though, right? No, not fair enough, man. I'm not with you. I'm not with you. I had nothing to do with this. You tried to spin on your head and you didn't even have it in, like you didn't have the move down. That's what I don't get. I feel like spinning on your head would be cool in a dance battle, but if you've never done it before, if you have no clue if you're going to land it, why would you try it? That's like somebody saying, oh, I'm going to try a backflip and then just sending it. They don't try it on a trampoline. They don't start on a foam pit. They just backflip right there and break their neck. And you're like, well, why would they have ever thought that was a good idea? Either way, I left, he left, and uh, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, as much as I would love to say this has got 87 more parts, that was the last I saw of Sauerkraut Kid. This has been a fantastic saga. If you've enjoyed it, I'd appreciate you pressing the like button. The last time I saw him was when he challenged me to a dance battle and got me kicked out of a party. I'll probably be putting all these in a compilation at some point in the next month or so, so if you haven't seen them all, be on the lookout for that. But, uh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, that's Sauerkraut Kid for ya. If you did enjoy, press the like button, comment down below. If you don't know what to comment, comment Sauerkraut. And, of course, subscribe if you're new and turn on notifications. If you like listening to the audio version of these story times, I do post them on Spotify, link down below, along with the link to the intro song. And I've been doing a podcast over on my third channel where I just talk about stuff, react to stuff. So if you miss that old style of content I used to do on the other channel, feel free to go check that out on the Scrubbay channel. But yeah, on that note, guys, uh, I'll see you guys next time. Don't get anyone pregnant. If you do, make sure they're hot. And I'll see you guys next time. I'm out. Peace.